Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means no, this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. <sighs> Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast. It's early, but we're here and we're ready to record. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. LondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as multifocal atrial tachycardia and not quite a leap year. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Uh, hey, Doctor London, what 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 are you what are you doing in my house? Uh, this is um, I thought this is where you always. This is where I found the setup. You know, I you leave a trail. Sure. Yeah. To where we record, and today the trail led to this. Is this your house then? Yeah. No. I mean, this is where I live. I, I, you've definitely been over here before, but I mean, it's it's two o'clock in the morning. I don't. Yes. Yeah. Did we schedule a re- this record? Like this was on the calendar. I guess. It, did I miss it or? Mm, I I I can't speak to that. So my alarm went off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I woke up, and I was like, okay, well that's my podcast alarm. I don't know if you said it or if I said, I don't remember who said it, but Ye- okay. uh, that, that means it's time. So then I so this- went and I picked up the rope and I kept pulling on the rope until I found. Okay. So th- this is sort of a Pavlovian response. You hear this alarm and you say it's podcast time and it doesn't matter what time of day it is or if it's been planned or there's any discussion for it. And you grab the rope that's near your bed and you follow it to the studio and you sit down and do the podcast. Yeah. That makes sense. And I'm salivating a lot, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Because yes. you usually get some salty treats. Yeah. Well, when I hear that alarm, yeah, my, my mouth just waters so much. And I pick up the nearest rope and, yeah, I just started tugging. So, um, well, you, would, I mean, you, anyway. you wouldn't even come to the studio if you didn't know there was some salty treats on the other end, some crackers or something. Yeah, that's, that's, how I, that's why I do it. Um, that's ultimately, you know, people kind of, wonder at my motivations for why would it take time out from my schedule and yes it is because there's a salty little treat yeah uh but i mean okay do you want and so do we want to get down to business here real quick dr lynn i'm really sorry to to interrupt but i mean it is the last day i'm sorry to wake you up it is the last day of february yeah so we have yeah okay Uh, and maybe maybe this is the perfect time to to record even if it is two o'clock in the morning and it's unexpected because we we got to handle our to prepare for March. We got to do our March. I mean, we call it oh, March no. Madness. I, okay. Yeah. I, you know, it always creeps up on us. Oh, every, every single year. Well, in yeah. some years it's on and a I, different, like the, the last day of February is on a different day, which really trips me no, out. No, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. I, I, um, I swear. I read about it on like one of those bodybuilding forums. You know, for freaks, I, this, you know, you can't trust. Like it, when it comes to if they're playing with time and space, mm-hmm. you can't mess with that stuff. Like you're gonna ruin the the continuum. Like it, you can't, you can't, you can't pr- make this a joke. Okay, this is your anti-science thing. You say scientists control time and they need to stop. Scientists are time wizards, and someone has to do something about it. You you do talk about this quite a bit. Yeah, well, it's. 
I mean, uh, so we have established time. We have that. That is the real science. No, that's the real we, science. You, you don't need to go into your time cube stuff. You and don't. Then sometimes people come in. Sometimes you have right? a whole thing about people time goes left and it also goes right, and then mm-hmm. actual time meets in the middle. I think we should just move past all that. I tell I think you what, day doesn't to get... go to. I tell you what, time doesn't do. It doesn't add an extra day in a random month. Every few years, you know that's stupid. It, and that's that's one that's, just, that's one that's belief. Ridiculous. Let's not ostracize some of our listeners who might like the extra day, like like a leap year. And we uh, oh, what to plan for March Madness? Let's just let's just move on. Yes, we have to do our company March Madness. March Madness traditionally, of course, is like a college basketball thing. But for us, it's when me and Doctor London just go crazy and we pawn a bunch of the stuff in the studio. Which has now apparently been moved to my house. I don't know when this happened. I guess DJ Dylan did something with yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Well, I I'd say you know to to that effect. Um, this is that was our producer Cameron, yeah. and then also with us, of course, is did you do in the house? If you're playing with time and space, you can't mess with that stuff. Like you're gonna ruin the, the continuum. have um it's march madness where we go crazy we lose our damn minds yeah on how on selling a bunch of stuff we grab in the studio yeah so um do you want to go first or do you want me to uh picking out something to sell yeah uh so i was thinking the microphones yeah do we ever use them i i mean like I'm spitting into it right now. It is catching a lot of my spit. Okay. But I just don't... I think I can let my spit fly. Are okay, we, I thought, am I this paranoid about COVID still? Well, it's, okay. Because um, you have your spit bucket as well. And I'm wondering if maybe you can... Ju- ju- maybe pick one. Either the spit bucket or the microphone. Let's get rid of the microphones. Let's do the podcast speaking into our spit collective buckets. spit buckets. Yeah, okay. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. So we'll finish this episode with the microphone. We'll okay. do this one with the microphone. But the next episode, we're yeah. going to switch to just because it's to speaking set up. to spit buckets. Yeah. What do so, you want to? We'll, so Mike's. I mean, we're doing this at a pawn shop. We'll get at least like twenty bucks for that. 
That's a, I mean, that is a lot of treat. That's a lot yeah, of salty treats we can get. That'll be a lot of nice little salty treats. Um, so I have uh these beer goggles laying over here, and um, okay, yeah. So they're uh, you know, everybody knows what beer goggles are. They're uh, essentially glasses that you fill up with beer, and then you kind of they're kind of thick, you know, like they're thick prescription lenses, except they are filled with beer. So you're trying to like, you know, you can only drink it from the top. So the whole time you're wearing them, you're trying to sip up. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty difficult unless you spill and then you can kind of catch some as it drops down. When you are spilling quite a bit. Yeah. Well, cause I, I like to, um, nod my head in sort of a, a, a an Eastern culture sort of fashion. And uh, it only holds like maybe a fifth of a beer. So yeah. it's very slow to drink your beer too. Yeah. No, and people you're, when you're I constantly say, having to refill it. It makes March Madness a lot slower, the process. Uh because I want to go mad. Yeah, because you insist on wear yeah, wearing them while we're trying to pick out or we're trying to go insane picking out the items we're pawning. Yeah. And ideally I would kind of, you know, get a little buzz going while we're while we're doing it. But uh unfortunately I am just mostly getting frustrated and getting beer in my eye and yeah, spilling it a lot that is frustrating so um i guess well so this actually i do want to keep now that i talk about it like this is actually has a lot more appeal. oh now that you've talked about all the negatives it sort of has it's sort of revealed a charm to you that you enjoy well, it's, the flaws are what make it perfect yeah well it's you know no nobody's perfect you know and oh, i yeah. feel like you know maybe that's my toxic trait i have heard that is that I love my beer goggles, even though they are horribly inefficient and they actually, they make everything more difficult, including drinking. Um, yeah. So anyway, keeping that actually, do you know, what, do you know what my toxic trait is? I just learned this out the other day. Okay. What'd you learn out? I just found out that, you know how I swipe shoes? Yeah. Like with each other. Lefts become rights, rights become lefts. Yeah. I, yeah, sorry, I misspoke. I I meant swap shoes. I'm constantly swapping people's shoes. Yeah. Apparently, that's very toxic. That is super toxic. Cause it, cause you you always say righty tidy lefty loosey, uh, but they both become tidies once you do that. Yeah, unfortunately, typically that saying is about how all left shoes are looser than right shoes. But now with both of them going the other way, it's sort of yeah. Cause a lot of chaos in my family. I've done this mostly with my family. I do it with my kids every morning. I switch their shoes, and so they put them on backwards. Um, they they keep walking sort of away from their feet, walk away from each other or towards each other, depending on how you swap them. If they uh, if they don't immediately just swap them back, which is what they do ninety nine percent. I put a lot of work into the shoe swapping thing. It doesn't work out most of the time, and apparently that's toxic. It's toxic that yeah. you do that. That's what yeah. my kids keep well, I, saying. It sounds like you've never been a victim of it. That's how you somehow come out with a conclusion that how do it's you not think toxic. I learned? <laughs> you think I just decided one day to be like this? You think I got out of bed and said, "Hey, I'm going to be a toxic shoe swapper"? <laughs> I, it's naive. Okay. Well, I'm Dr. sorry. London. Yeah. You don't think this I'm happened to me? You don't that. think I grew up dealing with my shoes being swapped? Wow. Okay. No, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to hear to say that. I'm, that was insensitive of me. Do Do you mean to? Do you want me to move on? Or I'm sorry. Uh, don't. I guess. Tell me, not to swap shoes. Okay. So um, 
I also have the sundial here. Uh-huh. Just just to get back to the Marsh Madness. Oh, um, right. I do have the sundial here, which I've been using to keep track of our schedules, but obviously um, it's it's not working because, once again, we're here at 2 a.m. Well, obviously, I mean, yeah, it seems like a waste of time to even make schedules if you're simply going to wake up whenever your alarm goes off, grab a rope, and just walk it to the studio. Yeah. And... And I just need to clarify there, like I didn't even consult the sundial before setting that alarm nor before, you know, coming here today. So like, obviously I'm not using it. It's a waste. So yeah, we'll just ditch it. Yeah, That's worth at least 300 grand. Um, Take that into the pawn shop, see what we can get. And um, okay. I mean, I think, I think we've, I think we've gotten rid of enough weight to keep my house from sinking. Yeah. Well, because it is a six ton sundial. Like it is not small. Uh, well, yeah, and that's the point of March Madness every year is to pawn stuff, A, to be able to afford as many salty snacks as we want, peanuts, whatever, mm-hmm. or and B, to prevent our studio from sinking, sinking into the, yeah, into the core of the earth. Yes. Sorry, yeah. uh, sinkhole at first, and then ultimately the core. That, that was producer Cameron Digital in the house, and then also, uh, Cameron, you said that we have a special guest to look forward to, is that right? That's right, Dr. Linden. All right, uh, so... Do look forward to that. But before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So um, our marketing demographics have actually changed a little bit to uh, less literate consumers. Um, And so the nature of the feedback has also changed in response to that. So this week, uh, the feedback comes in the form of a hand-drawn picture. Uh, It's actually drawn in crayon. And it looks like it's it's a crayon drawing of a log. Okay, so it's it's kind of a longish shape, oval or something. Sure. Um, and it, okay, it has an arrow drawn on it, labeling it as pop. So, um, I guess that that means poop. Maybe, maybe they meant to say poop. So it's P-O-P. so our listener feedback is a is a crayon drawing of poop. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I don't know if that's commentary on us or just what they did that day. I, there's two there's two interpretations here. Okay. A, they think our recent episodes have been duty. Okay. Well, call pop. it like it is. Well, it's pop. Okay, call it pop. And I can't say that I disagree. I think that your your attitude and vibe lately has been very toxic. Okay. Um. So that's. I mean, I haven't been I haven't been swiping shoes or but. Um, <laughs> I've neither. I've been swapping shoes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that you said that's one interpretation. Oh, right. And then the other one um, would be that you in our medical lessons for the last like two months have talked exclusively about poop stuff. Oh, maybe I got in their head. Okay. Yeah. Um, You've been talking about intestinal diseases and very gross, sort of bodily actions that are disgusting and disturbing. <laughs> I so wish that today was different. Um, That's another poop subject. Well, j- I'm tired so, of this. This is disgusting. So this is sick. anyway, so first, thank you to our listeners for you know sending us this feedback. I know it's not always easy for you to articulate your thoughts uh, in any form of writing. So thank you so much. Um, but now for today's medical topic: microscopic colitis. Microscopic Ugh. colitis is a condition in which tissue at first appears normal during a colonoscopy but the pathology of the biopsy of the colon reveals inflammation. 
So, in other words, there's in- what happened to what happened to medicine about nice stuff instead of all this gross stuff. I do feel like even when we're not talking about the poop stuff, you're talking about blood and you're talking about like tumors no. and you're talking about cells. What happened to medicine actually being about nice things? How about like cool horses? Or like fun dogs or like going to the mall with your friends. Like what happened to medicine actually being stuff that made life better? Okay. I just, here's the thing. I can only talk about the medical aspects of going to the mall with your friends once. And then I have, I can't do that again. Like that's out of the curriculum, you know, we cover it. But why do, I'm why saving do you have to it. pick such stinky things though? That, that is a huge problem I have. Almost everything you pick smells like shit. Even when we're not talking about poop stuff, it's stinky stuff. I know not everything in medicine is stinky. I know for sure that's a fact. Who, who told you that? How do you know that? The stinkmeister general. Okay, well, I told you not to talk to him. He's he, Well, he said he knows everything about all stinks and knows what's stinkiest and what's not stinky. And he said not everything in the hospital that goes on is stinky. And yet that's all we focus on on this show. I guess because it's a comedy show, it's funny to you. That people are just smelling all these gross smells. Hold on, it's not a comedy show. It's this is a medical education podcast. I, if someone makes a, a gag once in a while, that then that's on them. I mean, comedy in the like Shakespearean sense, like it's not a tragedy. Okay, so it's it's tragedy plus time is what I, all of our stuff is. Yes, kind of, yeah, kind of. Okay, well then that does add up with this. So, in microscopic colitis, which is in a sense, tragedy plus time. Uh, th- there is inflammation of the colon, but you can only see what caused that inflammation with a microscope. So clinically, microscopic colitis will present with a chronic history of non-bloody, watery diarrhea, and patients oh, will- Oh, God, it's just- So and when I say chronic, of course, that is, that's time. That's an extended period of time, so it is- Yeah, sign such- up for our Patreon so you can watch the video of this episode and see the smile come over Dr. London's face as he gets to the- like watery diarrhea part of his Wikipedia page he's reading or whatever. And uh, patients will also have a history of autoimmune disease as well, usually because this is inflammation like that. So varieties of microscopic colitis include lymphocytic, uh, collagenous, uh, mastocytic, and all of these types, uh, they may respond to steroids. So that'd be the potential treatment plan. Okay, but it's, I'm, but yes, I, I agree with you that these are all, to some extent, tragedy plus time. Uh, we're, uh, well, name one thing, tra- one medical thing in the hospital that doesn't smell stinky. Because now I'm starting to question if the stinkmeister general was wrong. Well, no, I think whenever we covered a lot of the heart stuff, that wasn't so stinky. Hearts aren't stinky. I don't know. Okay, what do they smell like? Yeah, I, I meat. Mm. The, like fresh meat, no, depending least on the time. Stinky thing, I guess. Meat. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can, we can move on from there. Okay. All right, Cameron. You said that we have a guest today. Is that right? That's right, Doctor London. We have a very, very, very special guest today. Okay. Uh, well, hello there. You don't believe me? No, I was. I look at your face and you, I, I put about four varies out there and you immediately, you're like, okay. And then you move on. You don't believe me that we have a very, 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 very special Was, was it a giveaway that I looked to the blank wall here and I just, that's what I said hello there to? 
I think it was just the look of disappointment on your face. Yeah. Thank you. But that's just how I look on like I give that face to every patient for sure. Talk to our guests. What is wrong with you? Oh, he- hello there. My name is Dr. LennonSmith.com and the sub-producer Cameron. Uh, what was your name? Hi, I'm Dr. Hannah Garcia. I am a psychopharmacological illustrator. Okay. Uh, wow, that's so many things in one. So you're a psycho. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 not, uh, not, uh, that is not an official diagnosis, okay. <laughs> but some of my family members might say so. Oh, no. <laughs> These are family members that are alive that you haven't like psychotically killed, right? Oh, of course. They're all breathing. Okay. That's technically. That's not. They're breathing that's not counts. Even, that's not necessarily the best answer. <laughs> okay. Like on ventilator. Uh, anyway. Um. Well, hello there. I was, that was me being tragedy plus time. Of course I was just playing like that. Uh, but okay. So, uh, psychopharmacological illustrator, Cameron, d- how do you track down? Cause I know Cameron does a lot of drawings of what he thinks is medicine. Um, oh, uh, actually we met on Instagram. He, uh, mm. he liked a photo of one of my tattoos, one of my lower back tattoos. Yes, I was, you know, my sort of uh, collection. I mean, it's the, it's the tramp stamp champ is what I'm called. Sort of my friends and my family as well. My parents and everything call me the tramp stamp champ because I collect photos of lower back tattoos. I no, I, I remember the name. It's just, I didn't know you wanted our podcast listeners to know about sort of your alter ego. My side hustle as the tramp stamp champ. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm proud of it. Not ashamed of it. I collect Instagram photos of tramp stamps. And that's He was very polite in my DMs. I, I usually don't get such polite DMs when I do post pictures of my lower back tattoos, even though they are psychopharmacologically related. Well, and that was what was so interesting is that you could tell that it was sort of medical. And after being on this podcast for 150 episodes, I can tell when things are drug and pill and medicine related. And things aren't like, for example, like this watch, that's not medicine, right? Or am I right? Dr. Linden, is that medicine? It's not medicine. I, well, let me, it's honestly that I'm on the fence with that one. Cause it's, well, it's if you summer. call it a chrono, a chronometer, then it could be used medically. Oh, okay. So it is medicine. A chronometer, if you want to pronounce it a different okay, way. Okay. So I still have a lot of, lot to learn. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I apologize. But, but Karen, that, that's why we have the guest that here. Is, and that's why we but have that is how here. we, and that is how we met is that, you know, of course, while I'm collecting all these photos, I'm also DMing everyone that took the photo. And we just had a polite conversation, and I sort of got to learn a little about her, I mean, artistry, your illustrations. Do you want to talk a a little about what you do? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Um, Well, I am a doctor in psychopharmacology, uh, but I am also an artist. I trained at the Sorbonne in France, and uh, also um, I spent many, many years in Italy uh, studying the works of da Vinci, who you know is the father of medical drawings in terms of anatomy and shading and chiaroscuro and whatnot. But I, I, I really was drawn to the more modern lines, modern and clean lines of uh, pharmacological uh, neur- neurology uh, and uh, very, very, very small, even microscopic uh, particles in medicine 
Oh, yeah, I was going to say, because Da Vinci was kind of controversial in his time. You know, he got in trouble with the church for cutting into dead bodies. That was really seen as a bad thing. Um, whenever you're talking about pharmacological uh, illustrations, you're talking about much smaller things that, you know, the church wouldn't even know about it. If the you church got- had no idea. They, they, they might have called them angels uh, mm. uh, because of when how microscopic enough. they are or, or demons. Uh, because either of how microscopic, yeah. uh, because of how microscopic they are, you know, disease in that time was seen as uh, God's retribution well, just and judgment. Still, fully, what I believe, and I think we believe on this podcast, right, is that disease are little demons that get inside your body. Yes. Oh, yeah. Not in sort of like the sense of God's punishment. Disease is tiny little demons that get into your bloodstream. Am I wrong, Doctor Lennon? This is what I. This is this is I, my beliefs. No, this is, I know, I know it's your belief and I know you've been emphatic on it. And every time that I've tried to present an alternative opinion on it, you've, you've held pretty strongly and then kind of turned my mic off is usually how that turns out. Well, you saw that, that you saw that picture that I drew of the little, I mean, they're little red guys with pitchforks and they're in your, yeah, no, I, and then you're in your blood and you're telling me that picture that I drew isn't some sort of evidence that doesn't like. Well, you see, in um, in psychopharmacological illustration, we can use our imagination and represent different particles as tiny, tiny little demons if we so choose. And that that's great, as as long as I you know really emphasize that I am not using my imagination. I am being as literal as possible. Every disease that any person ever has, if you get down to it, is a bunch of guys in little red outfits with pitchforks. I'm sorry. Prove me otherwise. Dr. London, I know you hate me for this. I know. And once again, every time you say prove me otherwise, and I start to, you really don't let me. See, it's his charm. Uh, he, he did, he did lay out this theory on, on my DMs, uh, but he, he's just so charming. I, I, didn't, I didn't even mind the, the blatant ignorance, willful ignorance uh, displayed by him. That's actually so my my opening DM when I when I go to these Instagram profiles of people's lower back tattoos I I open and I say hello I believe that disease is tiny little demons physical little demons with pitchforks floating around in your bloodstream That's so much better than a dick pic you 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 have no idea how how welcomed that was Well and it's just like people on Tinder or whatever they're always like hey how was your weekend and it's like, how about something, how about let's get past the small talk and get to the real stuff? Hey, I think that my blood is chock full of demons. Just like get I to the real, I real. I would be very amenable to that if I, if I got that message on, on Hinge or, or Bumble. Uh, I don't use Tinder, uh, but uh, Hinge or Bumble, uh, I, you were banned I, would, I would respond. Okay. I, yes. Am I the only one here who wasn't banned from yes, Tinder? Yes, I was. Yes. I think you're not using Tinder right. It, yeah. they, they change their rules all the time. Yeah. Okay. So you're both, you're both very much in agreement on this point. You must have covered this also in the DMs because, yeah, for me. Uh, no, I just, I, I just know that most people I know have been banned from Tinder for one reason or another. Most people I know have also been banned from, from Tinder. These rules. You can't keep up with these rules. I, I only know artists and doctors, so. Only doctors for me, and then I also know, I guess, one producer. Uh, uh, yeah, it's me. Yes. And then Dylan, you know Dylan, yeah, but he's, he's kind of a doctor. the closest thing to a doctor, aside from myself. Yes. Uh, so, let's see. 
Oh yeah, you were saying that uh, compared to getting a picture of someone's genitalia, Cameron's uh, all his DMs were really kind and polite. Yes, very charming, yeah. charming, oh, charming. Which that's that's such a huge step further than what I would have thought. Well, she she did also say, I believe, willfully ignorant. So I mean, I think that balances each other out, right? Yeah, I think I think if you if you have half of one and half of the other, you have a whole. Yep, and that is math, Doctor London. That I know is you're not math. Much of a math guy. So, um, let's. So, so your illustrations. Do you do most of your illustrations in the form of a tattoo? That's that's the part I probably should have jumped at at first. Because, oh no, no, the one that I had tattooed on me was uh, the seminal work that inspired my my life's passion. It was a associative and sensory motor codicor lease ganglia circuit rolls and effects of abused drugs. It was those pathways and the the simple lines um, were just were magnetic to me and I had to have it on my flesh. Yeah. Okay. So these addiction pathways that come up from that that drug abuse and Cameron you're following this right? Oh yeah. It sounds like when the demons are hustling, when they're moving really fast, is that what you're go ahead? Yeah. Uh, that actually yes, that that's quite correct. Okay. In 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 uh, uh, an, an analogy or a metaphorical sense, not actual demons. Yeah, just an actual literal just tiny little demons. Go ahead. Sure. Yes. So sure. yeah, okay. I feel like once again, Karen, you keep saying prove me wrong and we keep just pitching the, anyway. Um, okay, so, so that was your favorite, or your, what you called your seminal work, your seminal illustration. Very. It was, it was the one that, 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 that possessed me to draw these teeny, tiny, tiny particles. And I'm sorry, using the word possession is also not that smart around Cameron when talking about this, what he believes to be demon-related activities, because he's going to take it in another direction, I think. Already so, have, yeah. I've taken it that direction. I've ru- I'm running down it at full speed. No, no, that that drawing really did. I do feel it within my soul. It speaks to me on that level, and I do think that possession, in ecstasy, is the correct word. Oh, so so I guess I'm I'm in the wrong here. Okay. Yeah. Usually. Again. Again. Okay. Great. So I'm. Not that I'm counting. It. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, but it's. You say you're not counting, but I can see you marking on the chart a little mark. It was twice. Yes. It was twice that you were wrong. Okay, so um, so so you said that was your seminal work. What? How did this all start, though? What uh, what drew you to this illustration? What What drew me to that particular illustration was that yeah. To any of these illustrations, it's the cleanliness of the lines. Uh, once again, you know, uh, most most artists work in a specific medium. People who work in psychopharmacology illustrations uh, tend to use MS Paint. Uh, but uh, as that was discontinued a number of years ago, we've been um, scrambling to find a new uh, medium. For uh, listeners, my- oh, well, you still haven't been able to find. Oh, sorry. Uh, go well, ahead, for our listeners, that is multiple sclerosis paint. But yes, go on, Cameron. Multiple sclerosis paint. Yes, yes. Um, but now the the preferred medium I like to work with is uh, construction paper and sharpies. Okay, I've read about oh, this. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah. this one is uh, one of my, I know it's a, it's a podcast, but I, I thought I'd bring in my most recent work from Stahl. Uh, this is the Mesolimbic Dopamine Reward Circuit. 
And look at these clean lines. Look at the motion that's going on in here. I I'm I was very proud of this yeah. one. This one was one of my So this is an example of what happens when or sorry. I guess if we're being honest here, what doesn't happen when people listen to this podcast. So for a uh for, for a, like a Joe Rogan podcast, people can listen to the podcast and then all of these uh pleasure pathways will be activated in the brain. No, no, that that's that is all that that's the third time you've been wrong. This does not happen with a Joe Rogan. This is not there's no empirical evidence. That that is not an evidence-based statement. Okay. No, okay. No, I'm sorry. It's so Cameron, do you want to take over? I feel like I'm fumbling here. I mean, Dr. London, it just sounds like like you were so sure about that Joe Rogan I thing. I, was. I just I've studied I just, him. I'm so sorry. I know, we've all studied his his the way he uses his float tank and the way he does drugs and like the way that he just sort of agrees with whatever the last person said. But like that doesn't mean okay. Anyway, we we can move on from uh, that, right? I I don't But I I want to see more of your. I wanted work. to show you, and we should describe it. Oh, of course, it, right? of course, yeah. yes. Because it's an audio. Uh, format, I wanted to. I, mean. I brought you some of my earlier work. I thought uh, some of oh, my yes, early. I, I I got them from my mother's refrigerator. She put them up. I want to see. Uh, yeah. This one is the oh, wow. as part as partial agonist. Uh, I got a ninety-eight percent on this one from my teacher. Oh, oh, great. This is antipsychotic. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Dr. Kendrick. What What class was that? Uh, that was uh, the, the introduction to um, psychopharmacology illustration. Or were you asking what class oh, of drugs? Wow. Oh, what class it, of drugs? No, just that she... Oh, I was no, I was asking the ninety-eight percent, and I I just didn't realize it sounded like you had done that as a kid, and it was on your mom's fridge. No, no, I was I was in medical school. Okay, of course, got it, got it. Uh, this see, was after the Sorbonne. That's such a difference from my medical school experience because I'm so bad at drawing. All of my pictures, none of my pictures made it to the fridge. Uh, I kept drawing all these drug interactions, and. The professors would like call me in after class and I'd be like, so, um, no, you're doing great. But in this part, you seem to be struggling a lot. Maybe you need a tutor. Uh, and I had spent a lot of time out of class just to like, just to pass, honestly, whenever it came to drawing pictures of how drugs Well, I mean, work. we have talked about before your medical school was on a boat and I, I can imagine that make, that makes drawing kind of difficult, right? It was rocking you're just a lot. Swaying yeah. a lot, lots of rocking. You're dealing with the waves, mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah, I was pretty so good I mean, drawing you, squiggly there's lines. There's a little gra- I'm saying there's a little grace there. I I have I have a uh, if you if you ever decide to go back to school, which you might, since you have been wrong three times so far. Not that anybody's mm. counting, uh, but uh, uh, advice is to you know use some some subterfuge and uh, maybe flatter your teacher uh like i said dr kendrick was my my intro teacher and uh on this project the mechanisms of cocaine based dat block uh, okay, i yeah. drew a little that's oh, me picture of yeah us. little stick figures of you holding hands with with your dr kendrick there dr kendrick yes yes and then it's a it's sort of a crayon drawing of a big semicircle with a couple no, no, arrows it, it, it's 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 definitely Sharpie. It's we're only allowed to use Sharpie. Oh, um, this is clearly I. This is clearly the cell membrane, and these are the pathways. Cameron, oh, can you wow. not see the membrane? 
No, I'm just trying it, to describe it's clear. it just it's so the clear. listeners can can picture this sort of amazing artwork that we're seeing. It's sort of a sharpie of arrows pointing and then also circles. So is that- listeners, imagine a cell membrane and channels in that membrane. And I think that'll be much more clear for you. And what does it say up in the corner there? It says something. Mechanism of cocaine-based oh, anti-block. Oh, right. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> no, I knew that. <laughs> I, I knew that. I'm just as smart as y'all. The simplicity of the diagrams is what drew me to the, the, the art form in the first place. So. Yeah, I, Simplicity. No, I mean, yeah, you and you, you've done a great job. These are amazing drawings. Oh, I like this. This one's the best one. And you got an eight. I did. Looks like you got oh, an I A like plus one, yeah. on this one. I got an A plus on this. I got a hundred percent. This is this is uh the dopaminergic pathways, but this one is before antipsychotic treatment. So you can see how the dopamine is binding to the receptors here. Mm-hmm. Now I Fits see, in just perfectly because it's the right shape. I see this mm-hmm. gingerbread yeah. man sticker wearing a Santa hat. Did you put that on there or was that put on by your teacher? Did you that draw was that? Dr. Kendrick put that oh, on Oh, wow. That was oh. a Dr. Kendrick thing. And you're fine yeah, with- it was Christmas. You're fine with him like writing on your- Her. Right, her. Her. Wow. That, Sir. I am so sorry. Meredith Kendrick- wow okay this is embarrassing but are you you're fine with her drawing on your artwork like actually putting the grade with sharpie on your i mean beautiful art that doesn't kind of like ruin it right no no it adds to it it's a collaborative effort once you send it to the editors they can frame it however they want and they're going to label it however they want so you have to get used to collaboration early on in your career uh, and Cameron, you may maybe you haven't opened up open up the, uh, enough medical textbooks, but when you see these illustrations and you see the grades on them, that's so you know that they're really good. Oh no! Because otherwise, you're just kind of yeah. guessing. Well, and I'm sort of thinking now, thinking back, if if I think of Van Gogh's Starry Night, wouldn't it be so much less like gross and shitty looking if it said A plus on it? So you kind of knew. Yes. That it was really you appreciated. You knew what you were like, looking at is yeah. a yeah. quality painting. Okay. Yeah. A lot of modern art. I take, yeah, I take back policy. my criticism. I apologize. Yeah. If well, you just, go to the Tate Modern and go to the Georgia O'Keeffe uh, section, there are, hers are clearly graded by her instructors. Uh, yeah, it, every it's single very one. very clear on all of her paintings. Yeah. Yes. That's the main thing I yeah, notice that, and see when looking at Georgia O'Keeffe's work, you know? Yeah, it's that's See, that's the most inspiring part of her work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for me, at one point, like before, I knew what to look for. I guess whenever it came to art, you know, I used to just follow sort of the directions of the lines and how it would lead into and you know things like uh, color and lights. Um, but now I do know to look first for did they get an A plus? They get a you know what percent did they get? And then I knew like oh, okay, no, that's Picasso's good because he got really good grades well and if you notice none of the art in the museums have the stickers on it because every piece of art with the sticker are in private collections because those are the best ones so really what you see in a museum is the failures the trash yeah the kind of garbage that no one wants to or just the homework that you know the scrap that they put on scrap paper it's it's busy work yeah busy work work, exactly Okay, yeah, like Mona Lisa, for instance. That was busy work. Uh, that, that nobody put that on their fridge. Yeah. 
Yeah, they had to put it in a museum. A lot of that's not going on anybody's fridge. A lot of the artwork that I do, because I'm an artist as well, and a lot of the art that I do starts out with a bunch of numbers within a lot of the lines, and that tells me which colors I should be using. And that's just sort of for my pieces, you know what I mean? Like to really like represent me. It'll it'll be a picture of you know. Maybe like a, like charming, a mermaid, so charming in his simplicity. Like a like Kermit. It's, it's just I can't get enough of it. It'll be like Kermit, yeah, well, and he's hanging out with Miss Piggy, and they're maybe like sitting on a log. He really doesn't know anything. It, it's and it's it's just so cute. If it, if it has the number three, that's green, and so you can use any that's shade right. of green you want. And that's been some some. I actually have an exhibit that's going up later this month, but uh, if you want to check it out. Some of my work, <clears throat> not to not to plug anything and to advertise myself too much. Are any of them graded? I think they're really good, but they haven't been graded yet. Okay, well, I think how- you need another opinion. <laughs> it's just I don't I don't know who to submit them to. This has become a huge issue. I keep handing them to people, and they don't know what to do with it. Well, do you hand them a pen as well. I mean, or a sticker, a book of stickers, a book of stickers, a sheet of stickers, oh, a single. I'm supposed sticker. to provide the stickers. Okay, I just assumed they would have it. Make sure it's a red pen as well. It's so obvious that you haven't been to you know an advanced a doctorate level yeah, yeah education. I, it's just okay. Um, and I, it's just it's 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 super awkward for me trying to cover for you here, Cameron. Um, it it helps that you're so charming. It does. I really appreciate that. And the more you say it, the more I believe it, too, you know? I'm glad. I'm glad there's something that you believe in that's true. And that's that I'm charming and that our blood is filled with demons. What are you talking about, Dr. London? I was going to say, you know, like, we feel like we've been covering a lot of ground here, but um, our chores are kind of always here Boo. waiting for us. Um, and maybe it's time to go ahead and get to work on the chores. I, maybe one chores. of them will be find pens and stickers. Do you want me to explain what the hell you're talking about, Dr. London? Our listeners yeah, oh, are going, I thought what? Was, what? Yeah, what, I what thought, do you mean chores? I thought they would understand from that. Like, I thought it was pretty clear. But yes, go ahead, go ahead. So here's the thing. Dr. London and I have unfortunately been neglecting everything on our to-do list. All of our chores, like do the laundry or do your dishes or scrub Dr. London's little mustache. We've been putting it off for months now. TV's been really good. It's been cold outside. I haven't even remembered to grow the mustache to be able to clean it. Like it's been so bad. Ugh. It's, like I'm, so I'm kind of ungrossed out with how behind we are on our chores. So Dr. London and I invented this chore wheel. It has every single chore, every single task on it that we need to accomplish. And so every single week we spin it, whatever it lands on, we have to do that. Dr. London, you know what that means, though? Uh, well, I, I mean, yes, it does mean that I would have to. Uh, am I am I expected to do chores? Yeah, yeah. If we, you can help us out, that would be really, really great. Uh, you know, in fact, actually, if you could spin that chore wheel for us, that would be awesome. Oh yes, yes, I I am qualified to do that. Yes. Okay. Thank you. It's, it's right. about time someone's been qualified for this. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so yeah, and, just go ahead and climb up there. And, and okay. Yep. And go. Ooh, exciting. Oh, no. Of course we have to do this one. Of all times, too. Like, 
do you, do you want to say it or do you want me to? Yeah, you can go ahead and say it. Yeah. So, so the mayor has been getting on to us for a while and I was hoping that we wouldn't have to do any more of these, but uh, the, the mayor has been trying to boost the tourism in the city. And so, well, what's the chore? What's the name of the, the chore? Tour of the city. And it's the focus on the museum this time is, is the chore name. Uh, and that's how it's written that I'm not, uh, you know, paraphrasing. That's how it's written. Uh, but so the mayor wants us to do like sort of a, a tourism promotional mm-hmm. video or audio or whatever of the museums in the city. Or at least, I don't know if it's a promotional thing. I think it's more just gathering up all the details and then I guess now that I think now that I talk it out. Yes, I guess it is that. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, this is kind of perfect. We have an artist on. With oh, us. yes. And for the museum. So. Yeah, so do you have any, I mean, pieces of art you'd be willing to, are we, are we creating our own museum Are we right curating? Now, or are we just talking about an existing, um, yeah, are we curating? It's, it's, I'd love it's to curate. It's a mix, okay? So, because the mayor did say we are running out of artwork because a lot of art thieves have been coming in, like world-renowned art thieves. So that alone is actually kind of a good oh, wow. for our tourism. Yeah, um, huge Yeah, publicity. a lot of Carmen San Diego's yeah. been hopping by, uh, a lot of um, uh, Ryan Reynolds types from that one movie. And uh, all of those. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds himself is actually a, a, a very Okay, that explains the video oh, footage wow. I saw. Okay, the security footage. It, yeah. He can get in anywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's how he he's sneaks. so famous. And that sort of explains... He takes advantage. Explains how he can have so much money despite not really being a good actor. Yeah, that Green Lantern. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, his most famous role. So, he... Um, anyway, so... so because of people like him uh, and other art thieves, which honestly, I don't know if they coordinated, but like in the last week, like 600,000 pieces of art, we had a fully stocked museum. They were all stolen oh, no. yeah. separately. 600,000. The mayor compromised a little bit on the security budget. He, uh, he spent a lot on lighting. He was saying like, you got to have more lights on these photos and this art, um, which I said like, yeah, he said that'll keep it secure. He was like, "Thieves only steal in the dark," and we kept trying to explain to him that's not true. Thieves use light all the time. It it it's really doesn't doesn't stop them from taking it. But he said, "No, no. If we just shine yeah. a light on all of well, the art, and I no and I told him, and some was, art will actually get worse. Like it'll fade away. It'll get worse over time if you have too much light exposure. Uh, like that can be bad for it. But once again, he he was very emphatic. Like, well, you got to crack some eggs to make a, an omelet." If some some will you can definitely the the grade will fade. That's the first thing that fades. Oh no! And then you would never know. You'd have to trust the mm-hmm. manuscripts that they actually got that exactly. real grade. But of course, he only hired one security guard, and it's a man who is is wearing like a sleeping cap and has a candle on a plate. And when he hears a noise, he goes shh. And he's that's sort of all he and does. If, I well, don't. I, if I, that, it doesn't deter criminals at all. Well, I'll say. I mean, because I watched the security footage, uh, all that we have evidence-wise is that man in the sleeping cap on the ground with a candle fully burned down. So uh, I think he maybe like had was sleepwalking all night. Like I don't, I don't think he rests enough. Maybe because he had to do all the shifts. He's so sleepy. So sleepy. He's yeah. so he sleepy. Kept, it's yeah, insane. He kept saying honk shoe. If you're going to have one security guard, don't have it be the sleepiest. And also around. don't have him That's work all the shifts. Because you're supposed to switch yeah. off after oh, yeah. many hours. 
He just kept going. Well, I think he was just assuming there's so much light that he would only need him for a few hours a day. Oh, there's so much light in this room. You don't and he couldn't fall else. asleep. It's so bright. Yet he so, managed yeah. to fall asleep. Didn't even need the that's, candle. That's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. So, so props to him. So that that security officer has obviously been promoted because he did such a great job at sleeping. Yeah, he's head of security now. <laughs> he was a subordinate before. We do have to find some new artwork for this museum is what, what you're saying yes that's uh i guess that's the short so, i mean it. dr garcia would you be willing to donate some pieces for the museum i'd i'd have to ask my mother but i'm sure she would she she is a patron of the arts uh so yeah i i am sure i could donate at least these six drawings that i've 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 done from my earlier my earlier career now does she have an art agent that we need to go through you know some like that the museum needs to contact that handles all of her expensive art or should we just contact her directly um, yes that'll be that would be my aunt linda if you you call my aunt linda first that she's... oh i have i already have linda's contact yeah we hang out so are you oh wait are you the dr smith that she met at, at Applebee's? Yeah, it was, it was on Tinder, actually. Uh, I guess she's one of the ones who hasn't been banned No, from she's it. not um, an artist nor a doctor. Neither, neither yes. not a, an artist nor a doctor. No. Yeah, so she, she was actually the only other person on Tinder oh, left. Yeah. So that's how we met. Oh, she and, has uh, a big crush on you. Oh, uh, um, okay. Oh, no. Well... 64 uh, years young. Bacon has never had someone have a crush on him. He doesn't know how to react to it. D- I, does she, that, how does, um, so, do, so is that, does that affect art? Does that, does that affect you? Uh, so, so, so I have her number. I guess, I guess I call. Yes, call. And I say, I need art. And then we can get a few pieces. And she will and I, send I say, you. Let's keep this. She will send you Let's my keep- entire portfolio from uh, from preschool to till now. Uh, my my guess- current my current work, of course, is published, and the the publishing companies have rights to those. But uh, anything else, you you can have for sure. Okay, I, so so with sorry with Linda, do I need to say like this is all professional? Like I'm not. I don't want to. She that won't take confused. it that way anyway. It doesn't matter. Like I don't matter, or do, boundaries don't it's matter. Stupid. She just it, it. She mixes business business with pleasure. It's, it's, you've got him all flustered. The crush thing has completely thrown him off his game. He's <laughs> he's literally never heard of anyone do having I, interest in him before. How do I? You will have to take her out um, to get her to do something for you. It's just oh, like even to donate artwork to a museum. You, but she's you can gonna... go to Applebee's. She's not picky. Yeah, well, no, she's she's very picky. She says Applebee's, that, and I can't always afford. But, but okay, no, that's okay, good. Um, at least at least I know what I'm dealing it's with. It's okay. I got her a gift card. She has a lot of gift cards, so if she if okay, good. She just really wants somebody to, to take her out. Yeah, specifically yeah. to Applebee's. It really with... has to be Applebee's. It sounds like. Yeah. I mean, Doctor Leonard. Yeah, she she kept saying, "I have a gift card. You just need a tip, and you need to tip big." Um. But yeah, sorry. But it won't be that? that big because it's Applebee's. So you're well, fine. that's relative. Yeah, well, just so, I mean, to Dr. London, a lot go. of his money goes into a lot of his money goes into crypto coin. We've talked about this quite a bit, which has sort of been failing and falling lately. So that's a four, fourth time you've been wrong on this well, podcast. Yeah. I just not. I'm not. I'm not counting. 
personally, yeah. I just mm-hmm. I just think you should yeah, know. Yeah, it's an things. impersonal count. And I think five, you lose your medical license, right? If you're wrong about five things on a podcast. On a single single yeah, episode. If we want to. So I, I'm once again, I'm kind of I'm getting more nervous as we go on here. So so, so um, we can get those art pieces. Uh, one thing that the mayor was also asking for is so the welcome sign to the uh, the museum was destroyed with the hundreds of thousands of break ins that happened. Uh, so he wants us to come up with a new caption for the museum welcome sign. He said welcome doesn't do it anymore because it was too welcoming. Once again, had so many yeah. break-ins. Okay, what, so, what about help? Do I do help wanted? No. No, like all... need help. So that way, any person, it attracts people who want to help this person who's in trouble. Okay, so we don't put a question mark on it. It's not need help? No. No, it's like handwritten scrawl. What about... Stop. Stop. Oh, Need help. Stop. People would stop. People would stop. Maybe they wouldn't come in. They would stop. Stop. Need help. Okay. I think that gets it all that across. Good. I think, yeah. well, and maybe okay. even emphasizing, because so a lot of times when I stop at a stop sign, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I start going right after that. Like, I'll stop for, like, a second, and then I go. Am I, and so maybe we have to say stop and then also have a second sign that says don't go. You know it's, that, just, it's so adorable. It's, it's so... You, it, you know I, this it, is being he's recorded. He's radiating. He's like, radiating. You're just supposed to stop Star. forever when you get to a stop sign? You're supposed to just, stay stopped? So, so it's magnetic. We, we're being recorded right now, so you can't oh. say this kind of stuff. Oh, it's I shouldn't being be recorded. confessing to these kind of crimes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just like, uh, just like pick anything besides illegal activities. Okay. Do, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we, do you want to donate items, our own items to the museum as well real quick? Yeah, of course. Um, so let's see. Okay. So I have this. Uh, okay. It's a sculpture. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But it's a sculpture of the pond. So it's really flat. Oh. And I guess I guess it most closely resembles just a flat disc. Or yeah, maybe even like a like a hole filled with water. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I should say it's uh yeah, it it said it's no water in it currently, but yes, so it's it's more of a Are you describing your coffee table? A glass top. Okay, yeah, okay. I I do see how huh. Well, it's a sculpture of wood. Yes, mm-hmm. with with the four legs mm-hmm. and the the glass top, and then there's a little dip in the. Okay, no, I guess it is a coffee table. Is is another? So I can donate this coffee table. I guess is or sculpture, as my family calls it. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's a fair that's a fair point. So it's terminologies and cultures. That's and it's artistry and it's medicine. So, well, once you put it in the museum, it becomes a sculpture. So oh, I, yeah. I, I think yeah, it's fine. like you'll have modern pieces that are like a chair or something. As long as you have a red pen and put that grain on it, you're you're fine. Okay. Yeah. So well, as long fine. as you submit it to teacher and teacher approves of it, then it should be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, Cameron. Do you have anything you want to donate? 
And I will, of course, I'm going to be donating my grandson, who is a piece of art because he's so handsome. And I just think he's so special and so handsome that he'd be, he needs to be put into a museum. He's, such a, he's a little piece of art. And so oh, I'm going to be so sending, nice. I'm going to be shipping my grandson in a crate to the mayor's house. And then he'll, I guess, just put it in the museum or whatever he does. Um, well, send it to teacher first. Oh, yeah. He has send to it to him. teacher. Teacher can grade my grandson. And then grandson can be put up in the museum or just whatever they want to do with it. You know, I don't care. Yeah. Once it he's out of my hands, it's kind of yeah. like out of, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know that feeling. Okay, so... Um, but he's a special little guy. Yeah, a little, little nugget. Um, okay, is that... I feel like that's uh, just about everything. We've each made our donations. Okay, um, so I guess we have to destroy the chore wheel now. Uh, now, I happen to have... Um, so I've, I've had a fire burning for a while, and it is the Olympic flame. Uh, I know it was all touch and go with these Olympic games coming up or past, whichever one it is now. Um, and so I, I happen to snag an Olympic flame. So I'm going to go ahead and toss that over. Okay. And that's okay. It's the wheels gone. Oh, I, it was very flammable. It was very fast. Wow. We, yeah, no, that just evaporated. This week ash. we did make it out of, um, uh, more flammable materials. Uh, in part because we started to think ahead in terms of, Hey, we destroy this thing every week because we have to, you know, add let's new chores, take some process. Off. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's make it more flammable. So that, that, the, that, uh, destruction, the urge to destroy is a, is a creative urge. Thank you. And I, I, I have to assume that, yeah, like the Unabomber, very creative guy. Um, very creative yeah. guy. He made nails out of wood. Wow. Sculpture. Sculpture. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I feel like we're kind of drawn too close here, but uh, want to say uh, thank you so much to uh, Dr. Hannah Garcia for coming on to show us the art. Show, you know, give us a, a peek into this microscopic world of uh, psychopharmacological illustration. Um, thank you so much for having me. This was this was a blast. And is there any way for our listeners to uh, to you know keep up with you or anyone you're a fan of? Um, I guess. Uh, there's an artist named Marcelina Chavira that I really like. Uh, she's at the death of Marat on Instagram and you can find a lot of her art at MarcelinaChavira.com. Okay. Thank you once again to Dr. Hannah Garcia. Thank you to our producer, Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the House. Digital in the House. I collect Instagram photos of tram stamps. Apparently that's very toxic. It's the tramp stamp champ is what I'm called. Sort of my friends and my family as well. My parents and everything call me the tramp stamp champ. Okay. Wow. So you're a psycho. Tramp stamp champ. Tramp stamp champ. Okay. Wow. So you're a psycho. You're a psycho. Actually, we met on Instagram. He liked a photo of one of my lower back tattoos. That is super toxic. Tramp stamp champ. Tramp stamp champ. Tramp stamp champ. We met on Hinge. Actually, we met on Bumble. Actually, we met on Hinge. Actually, we met on Tinder. Hinge or Bumble. Hinge or Bumble. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm proud of it. Not ashamed of it. Actually, we met on Ecstasy. Dopamine. Ecstasy. Dopamine. Ecstasy. Dopamine. 
ecstasy, dopamine, and that is how we met, is that, you know, of course, while I'm collecting all these photos, I'm also DMing everyone very gross bodily actions that are disgusting and disturbing. You're a psycho. Hi, I'm Anna Garcia. I am a psycho. You're a psycho. I am an Instagram psycho. No, no, it adds to it. It's a collaborative effort. Once you send it to the editors, they can frame it however they want. I am a psycho. Once you send it to the editors, they can frame it however they want. Once you send it to the editors, they can frame it however they want. Once you send it to the editors, they can frame it however they want. Once you send it to the editors, they can frame it however they want.